Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on this particular podcast, we will be recapping The Challenge Season 33, War of the Worlds. Episode one, baby. The first episode, folks. Wow, we are back. Oh, and it feels so good. Does it? It feels incredible. <laughs> I did not think it would feel this great, but I am, my heart is full. I'm excited. I loved everything about this episode and I cannot wait to recap it. Wow. Um, yeah, I really I actually enjoyed this episode too. I wasn't too sure how I was going to feel about the whole cast mix-up stuff. They made it feel as though this is a new chapter in the show, that the old chapter is left in the dust and uh, now is the 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 new beginning of the challenge. And then I watched the show and I realized I, I was uncomfortable with that. I should say I was a little uncomfortable with the whole idea of like, we're kind of rebooting things and we're, but then I realized they had done that already a few seasons back. Uh, I think the beginning of the last trilogy, things were different. They were br bringing in, you know, originally some, are you the one people, which kind of, uh, you know, made me feel awkward and strange but I got used to it then all of a sudden some big brother people started creeping in and honestly this iteration of the show is not much different than what we just watched I agree 100%. And I just want to give a heads up at the top of the episode. We will be recapping this entire season. This will be a spoiler-free recap. We will not be spoiling anything further <laughs> gotta, down the line. Okay. But we will be talking about things that happened no, in the yeah, episode. No, this is a spoiler-full recap. If you have not watched the episode, all yeah. we're going to do is tell you about it. We, what, we're basically not going to be reading stuff on the internet. And if you find out that like winners and things that are... Uh, uh, in the future, or even any real Twitter gossip that would kind of lead you to not, to kind of know something you shouldn't yet. Uh, we definitely won't be talking about that stuff. But rest assured, if you do not want the first episode spoiled for you, go watch that and come back to this because we are about to rip it to shreds. Every little piece we are going to be talking about. Yeah, and go ahead and rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app before we get into it. Nick, do you want to list out the cast members? So really quick before we get into the actual recap of the episode, I'd like to go and just mention who is on this show. We're not going to be talking about them in depth because honestly there are enough podcasts out there that go through all the competitors one by one all the challengers and I'm sure there are a whole podcast dedicated to just introdu introducing these people so we're just going to mention them just so you know who we're talking about later um, okay so we will using the wiki uh, article on uh, challenge war of the worlds uh, it starts um, with the male contestants uh, and this is on both sides. You'll understand what we're talking about. There are legends. Is that what they're called? Or veterans. Veterans. And then there are prospects. Mm -hmm. uh, and the veterans are people who are veterans for the challenge television show. And the prospects are people who have not appeared on this show before. For all the challenge fans out there listening to the pod, this seems to be a fresh meat format. Um, there are teams and we will be getting into those. They are co-ed teams, girl, guy, girl, guy. Um, and they are made up of a veteran and a prospect. Nick, lay those names on us. Okay, so the male contestants, Ashley Kane from X on the Beach, UK1. That is a prospect. Big guy. Uh, Chase McNary from The Bachelorette Season 12. 
Lame guy. Also, we saw him on X on the Beach, U.S. season one. Morgan's ex, kind of a dud. Um, Chris C.T. Tamborello. We all know him. We all love him. And his feeder show was Real World Paris, which feels like about 35 years ago. Yeah. Glad to see him back. Freshly married. Gus Smirnios, uh, which is Gus from Floribama Shore. Also a prospect. Excited to see what this guy's about to do. I assume cry. I was about to say cry guy. <laughs> He's the cry guy. Hunter Barfield. We all know him from last season of the challenge, getting his half of the million ripped away from his fingertips by the ultimate winner, uh, Ashley. And uh, he was originally on Are You The One Season 3. You got to remember, he was an Are You The One guy. Bitter guy. It's very bitter. Uh, Johnny Bananas, never heard of him. Old guy. Josh Martinez, Big Brother 19. Uh, he's the winner of Big Brother 19. I uh, like this guy. Not sure why. Uh, Jao Paulo or JP Andrade from X on the Beach, Brazil Season 2. Know nothing about this person. <laughs> Kyle Christie from Geordie Shore Season 8. Controversial guy. Leroy Garrett. Uh, we all know him from Real World Las Vegas the second time around uh, from 2011. And he's an infamous loser on the challenge. And friend of the people. Pauly Calafiori from Big Brother 18. Pauly and Cara mixed it up last season. Pauly is like a splinter that I cannot remove that irritates me every time I use my hand. Steven Bear from X on the Beach UK 3, uh, known as Bear to a lot of people. Uh, if you guys go back and listen to Ashley and I talk about our dipping in to X on the Beach UK prior to the US season showing up, um, this guy was on the season that we dipped into, which I believe was X on the Beach UK season five. And boy, oh boy, is this man sexually active. We dipped into it. He made a splash. Theo Campbell from Love Island UK, a show that Ashley and I have not dipped into yet. Refuse to. <laughs> it seems too dense for right now, but we will it's one too much day. to get into, guys. Um, and uh, now we have uh, Tarabi Kamkiran or Turbo from Survivor Turkey Season 8. This man seems serious. We didn't see that much of him on this first episode, but what we did see had me wanting more. Wes Bergman from Real World Austin. The king of the kings. Not exactly, okay. but he is back. Uh, I've said it once, I'll say it again. My favorite challenge competitor of all time. We got you know what? He's not mine, but I still am very happy to see him there. We have Zach Nichols. I'm sure Ashley's very happy to see Zach Nichols back from Real World San Diego. Whatever. And Alan Valdez from Telenovelas. This guy. What a performance <laughs> oh, yeah. he put on this first episode. Yeah, we'll talk about him in a minute, uh, very shortly. Now we have the female contestants starting off with Amanda Garcia from Are You The One Season 3 and uh, maybe the most hated challenge person these days as far as social media goes. You know what? I've always liked her and I think I always will. Ashley Mitchell uh, from X on, from Real World Explosion and also last year's Ultimate Champion. Iconic. She's also the champion of Invasion of the Champs or Dirty 30. Don't remember. But she has won a twice. Speaking of iconic, we got Cara Maria Sorbello from originally Fresh Meat 2. Love um, me some Cara. Bothered the shit out of me on this episode. Uh, Cara is uh, polarizing. Um, and I think polarizing between uh, a single human being. At one point, you're loving her. And at some point, she's incredibly irritating. I just 
just want to go ahead and plug our podcast from a couple weeks ago where we did a deep dive into our favorite uh, Reality Stars YouTube channels. Uh, go back and listen to that, especially the Cara part, because her YouTube channel is really a wonderland. We have Davon Rogers. We uh, met her in the challenge uh, for the first time in uh, Final Reckoning, which was last season. Honestly, and this um, this female roster so far is just knocking it out of the park. And she's originally from Big Brother 17. Uh, we have Dee Nguyen uh, from Geordie Shore 17. Boy, oh boy, 17 seasons of that Geordie Shore. It's interesting to me that um, there are, that you know, this Jordy Shortcast does not stick around for for multiple seasons. They is there that many people rotating in and out over there on that franchise? I've only watched the first season of Jordy Shore, and l- let's be honest, Jordy Shore came off of Jersey Shore. I mean, you'd think it was that family that sticks together and one or two people leaving, but there's 17 seasons, and there seems to be a slew of human beings yeah. coming in and out of that franchise. It's yeah. interesting. Uh, we got Georgia Harrison from Love Island UK three, uh, Jenna Campano uh, from Real World Explosion. Uh, you forget she was on Real World Explosion because she was an ex. She wasn't actually an original cast member. Happy to see her back. Uh, hopefully she can bounce back from a few bum ass seasons, including the one where she busted her shit up on a Champs versus Stars, and then last season where she, I believe she went home in the first episode. She went to the Redemption House, but then never had a chance to never fight back. could fight back. Uh, we have Julia Nolan from Big Brother 17. Her twin is also competing on this show. We'll talk about her in a minute. Uh, we have Cam Williams. Everybody knows Killa Cam from uh, originally Are You the One 5, but has made quite a splash on her few seasons of the challenge. Gorgeous, incredible competitor, smart, likable, funny. She knocks it out of the park. We have Maddie Lynn Bro from Party Down South, uh, a show that I watched uh, the two seasons or whatever they had. Did that come back in the last five years in which it makes sense and it's relevant that she's on this show now? I do slightly remember her from the binging I did from that show. By the way, if you've never seen Party Down South, I believe it was a CMT reality show that was basically Floribama Shore before Floribama Shore. Um, And honestly, a lot more fun to watch. Um, Morgan Willett, uh, from Big Brother Over the Top. Now, a few things about Morgan. She has hit the MTV reality jackpot and is on two main MTV reality shows at the same damn time. We are, ne- we are currently watching her, and I'm sure you guys have heard, if you're big fans of us, we've been talking about her on X on the Beach season two. She's on two MTV shows at the moment, and I'm not sure why. Uh, and it's interesting, because from what I'm seeing, I, we watched an after show yesterday. Boy, oh boy, did that attitude come out between those two seasons, because she seems kind of sweet. On X on the beach. And um, and when you say sweet, do you mean boring? I'm um, waiting no. for her to bring Mm-mm. something. She's not boring because she has, uh, and I don't want to get into this too much. We will leave it here. She has provided some of the more interesting moments on that show, having her uh, her ex situation. Um, what's that guy's name? Jay? Mm-hmm. Jay trying to fight everybody. I mean, we, you, you guys know that we love. Uh, 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 we we love the now the redacted Corey Brooks, Chase Brooks, Corey Brooks, and the, I'm and the true Corey Brooks. I'm coming for you. Coming so, for you, Corey Brooks. Uh, interesting. She made some interesting moves, just to say the least, uh, in this first episode. Can't wait to get into that. We got Nani Gonzalez coming back. Oh the my return. God. 
Her feeder show is Real World Las Vegas, along with Leroy, the second time Nani. around. Nani, welcome home, girl. Um, Nani's back. It's been, what, Wes and Nani haven't been on the show in three years, something like we that? We haven't seen Nani since Bloodline. It's been a while. Rivals. Good to see her back. Happy to see her back. And she was featured a lot on this sh- uh, first episode, which I was happy to see. Same. Natalie Duran is back. Oh, wait, no, this is a different Natalie. Yep. Uh, Natalie Duran is not back, but she's here for the first <laughs> time. And she's coming from something that I feel like shouldn't have been allowed American Ninja Warrior. That is not a reality television show. That is a competition show. Yeah. It's different. Um, We cover both on this podcast. It's in the world, but honestly, I don't see her having like uh, crazy fun in the house. And also, it kind of feels like a ringer has been brought in the house. Yep. I understand that there has been, there is some um, people that are on the show Survivor which kind of feels like, oh boy, they have uh, really tried. Uh, to, yeah, to but pull Survivor is here. also a reality show. It is. Um, There's a social dynamic, which is not there in Ninja American I'm, I'm, Warrior, whatever. American Ninja Warrior. I'm not too, and I believe her nickname is Ninja, by the way. Yeah. And I, I'm not too worried about like, oh, is she going to be boring? I'm more like, is she just going to crush every one of these competitions? Of course. She's a champion. There's been like three people to be a champion on that show. Yeah. It's incredibly hard. And don't quote me on that. Uh, Here we go. This is the Natalie I was talking about. Natalie Negrotti. Uh, She's from Big Brother 18 originally, but she sure stirred it up in the last few seasons of the challenge. Don't you think, Ash? I guess. We have Shailene Sutherland, The Bachelor Canada 3. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, we have Zahida <laughs> Allen from X on the Beach UK 6. I like her. Don't know why. And finally, Liz Nolan of Big Brother 17, who is the twin of Julia Nolan from that same season of Big Brother. Interesting that they were on that show together. So this first episode... Can I say something really quick? So we were talking about Morgan. Um, I just was looking at Twitter and stuff. It turns out that People do not count Morgan as a champion on a show because apparently Big Brother, we don't watch Big Brother. Big Brother Over the Top was online only. Mm. Was not on CBS Network. It was on CBS All Access. You So most people who are like, watch Big Brother don't know who she is. Oh. Interesting that they went all in on her on uh, MTV. I wonder if that's because she's more fresh She's not exposed as much, but she knows how to be on this show, and she does have the Big Brother tag plus the champion tag, so she's good, yet not too overexposed. So well, it's, it's interesting that um, people online are like, Big Brother stands are like, oh, who the fuck is Morgan? I mm. was like, I, I never heard of this show until I watched the challenge today, and they talked about it. It was interesting to me, because I just assumed it was a regular Big Brother season. Well, that is interesting, and what I also find interesting is that when we were talking about Morgan a couple pods ago, I was saying that um, MTV loves like a ditzy, bubbly blonde. And so I found it kind of odd that Morgan and Jenna were going to be on the same show because they're fulfilling that same character. And then Jenna showed up as a fresh brunette. Wow. So. Yeah, my theory is they lost Tori, so they needed Morgan. But Yeah, you got MTV loves just a bubbly blonde. You got to put her in there. Can we start this recap? Let's do it. So the episode starts with um, a A-bomb, an atomic bomb explosion, okay? We see the mushroom cloud. This is meant to communicate that everything before has been killed. <laughs> hmm. And we are entering a new era 
uh, maybe a post-apocalyptic era. Yes, very deserted. We see TJ alone in the desert. Um, I write down, holy shit, that's so cool. Why? Because the challengers are walking into the desert in slow-mo. This is cinematic. This is doing everything to manipulate my emotions. This is getting me pumped. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, it must be my age popping through here, but you know, when I see these things, I get wowed always uh, in a shot that looks like this where I'm like, oh my God, they're pulling out all the stops and then I realized that drone cameras yeah. are a thing and it's like, oh, this costs them $19 But it Walmart. seems like helicopters yeah, are it's being... Like, Whoa, <laughs> they brought a crane into the desert? It's like, no, just GoPros make everything look epic. We see uh, Wes and we both got so excited. The first interview is Johnny Bananas. The second interview is Nani and she says, I will do whatever it takes to Win. Yeah, good to see that the, that Nani's being profiled uh, immediately. Pretty strong. I like that. Mm-hmm. We see um, that we then go to a tent that is in the desert, and people are running out to greet TJ. We learn that the people in the tent are the prospects. The first prospect interview, meaning the third interview of the season, is from Bear, and he uh, he's there to win as well. Bear, I feel like Bear is going to be quite a handful on this show in a good way. I mean, I, I, I hope that he um, is an even better villain than Kyle can be at times. Mm-hmm. The challengers then roll up on ATVs to meet the prospects. TJ told the prospects, you guys are all badasses, but here come the vets. They, they, them on ATVs, why is that so exciting, Nick? ATVs in the desert are always fun. It looks so cool. And also, if you uh, in that cinematic where they're riding over the tents, um, you know, TJ finally getting to show his extreme skills because he was doing a wheel. Did you see him do, do the wheelie? Yeah, in the he desert? was looking cool. You know, he rips it up on those things in his compound that he has with like ramps and dirt. Uh, uh, tracks and all that stuff because let's not forget this motherfucker was a BMXer dog yeah. pro yeah he's an X Games champ um, do we think that TJ has the coolest life of all time TJ has a fantastic life I got it too bad Cribs is not a thing anymore because I got to see TJ's crib I would love to see his obstacle courses. and I want to know who he hangs out with I think uh, he just hangs and- out with his wife and his kids and they have the most fun yeah Okay, I'm into that. Um, just a side note, in this first five minutes, Cam looks incredible. Cam looks so good. Kyle, uh, he he appraises all these prospects, and he says, ooh, I have a lot of friends from the UK. Speaking of looks, Kyle, after that, uh, um, uh, w- w- what are they on, ATVs? After that yeah. ATV ride, he clearly didn't have his bandana going, and so his hair was a little out of sorts, yeah. and boy, it don't look real. <laughs> it's not. And the point is here, though, is that there is a strong UK alliance already forming and already formed excuse me and kyle is pumped um tj explains to them the very first challenge is going to happen right now i love when they do this yeah um something they do in the wwe quite a bit where people are arguing you're like oh you guys are arguing well let's have a match right now yeah they do it this is i'm going to try and explain how this challenge works um and you're just going to have to roll with me okay guys? okay i'm with you oh you're not talking to me okay it's on a desert it's on a hill it's a dune, I guess you would call it, since it's made of desert sand. And there are cages that release balls. There are two heats, one with girls, one with guys. Uh, you run down there, catch a ball, get a ball as they as they bounce down this hill, run back up the hill, 
trade in your ball for a puzzle piece, run back down the hill, try and put your puzzle together. The real thing here seems to be catching a ball in the first like 10 seconds. Otherwise, you have to run all the way down this hill to get a ball. And that looks horrible. And honestly, we don't see much of the physicality in this first thing. We yeah. don't because we're, we're getting a lot of interviews here. There's a lot of human beings. As you guys know, as Challenge fans, the first couple episodes is inundated with people we have to learn names and uh and what their angle is on the show so and that's that's there's 18 prospects and 16 challenge hmm. veterans so that that's just, just a lot doesn't seem like it adds up doesn't add up um so each individual time will be used uh in at some point and that's when johnny has this little interview where he sort of explains why this is important as if um it's almost as if he's predicting it. I like when they use Johnny in this way where he goes, uh, you know, our, our, our individual times are going to be counted, which makes me think that they will have something to do with picking teams, which is like exactly what it has to do with. But they're putting it forth. They're making Johnny look like like he's like a prophecy maker or something. Well, you know, he's got a lot of wisdom. He's been on this show more than anybody else on this show. Yes, but that interview was filmed after this happened, so we already know that he knows Ashley, how it works. please, don't start picking <laughs> apart the production process. Okay, fine. Not yet, at least. Okay, so uh, what we learn is that the the two newbies with the lowest score will be sent home. One guy and one girl. Um, men are first, and they go at it. Leroy is here. Leroy just, like, takes a ball from somebody, and he's like, I'm Leroy. Who the fuck are you? Who did he take the ball from? Do you know? I have no idea. Someone let us know. I want to know who he snatched that ball from. Loved seeing Leroy there. Loved seeing Ashley and Amanda. Um, Wes has a little interview during this uh, male performance where he says, I'm smarter, I'm faster, and I always win. Which... He might be smarter. Uh, I don't know if that he's faster, and he definitely doesn't always win. I mean, the king of propaganda. Yeah. That's what he's the king of. And, and it's interesting. I mean, we watched... Uh, I don't know if this is going to be a good season for Wes. I, I mean, not, not in a way. I just don't think that he's... I think he's going to fall into the role that he has been playing for the last 10 times he's been on this show, which is... Johnny has decided that he is public enemy number one and get this motherfucker out of the house. Anybody that aligns with him is an enemy of mine. Mm. Um, and they clearly hate each other mm -hmm. uh, they, I mean, for real, for real. Yeah. You know what I mean? And as much as I love Wes and as much as uh, Johnny can go either way with me, um, I didn't like to hear the way that Johnny was speaking about Wes in this episode because I'm like, this is going to be a struggle season for Wes again. Mm. I, I, unless he can turn the tides with some of the newer people. I mean, God damn it. The man is the king of the politics in this game. So Yeah. Then we get a little interview. I agree with you, by the way. We get a little interview with Theo. He's one of the UK guys. I wrote this down because I found this. Um, I found him immediately unlikable because what he says is like, I'm the kind of guy, either you think I'm funny or you don't like me. Um which is, I find an excuse assholes use for their bad behavior. Like, I'm a dick, and either you think I'm funny, and you're right, or you think I'm a dick, you don't like me, and that's on you. I, I found him immediately to be arrogant and unlikable. Honestly, what that means is, like, you either don't like me or you do. I mean, you won't like me if I'm making fun of you and, and pointing out your insecurities, and you do like me if... Uh, 
I don't know. I'm not doing that to you. So uh, we'll see what happens. We learned that Josh from Big Brother, he's not here to play games. <laughs> well, he's in the wrong game. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was, you are there to play games. That's exactly what's happening, Josh. Alan from Telenovas. He hurts his hand. He's pushing it so hard. He's Telenovela, got... Ashley Brooke what did Roberts. I say? Telenova. Oh, he, um, <laughs> excuse me. He, um, yeah, he hurt himself. He pushed it so hard. Um, Polly's there. He says he's there to win. I don't know. This, uh, Car Maria is like, oh, Polly. Oh, because you know what? Here's the thing. Polly is the first to finish the puzzle. Okay. He's the first out of the men to finish the puzzle. He's the winner of the vets or the legends or whatever they call them. And then Car Maria is like, holy shit. You're so fucking hot, Polly. You're so fucking hot. Yes. I want to fuck you right now in the sand. I don't, I, it's it, too it's, much. It, yeah. And it doesn't stop until, you know. When it stops in real life. Yeah. Second place is Bear, which means he's the first place of the contenders. He did it. Zach and Jenna are there. She is a brunette. I'm only saying that because I wrote it down. I know we over. We already covered that. Fifth place is Leroy. Six is Wes. Um, Kyle comes. There's a fun Kyle moment. Hunter is there. He's seventh. Kyle's eighth. Um, Gus ain't nothing gonna stop me. He says when he is the th- one of the three guys left, Gus, Josh, and Chase have to uh, finish this damn puzzle and get onto the side of the winners so they don't get sent home. These three newbies, one of them is going to get sent home. Chase, Josh, Josh, and Gus. Who will it be? Well, I believe Chase finishes first mm-hmm. out of these three, and then it's a real struggle. And finally, Gus pulls it out. Nick's right. Gus pulls it out. Women's round is second. This That means, by the way, that Josh is going to get sent yeah, home. Yeah, we didn't mention that earlier. We did. So, so we didn't? Yeah, okay. We so, yeah. That- so, Josh is now um, uh, eliminated from the men's side of the prospects. Yes. Women's round. I wrote down, this looks awesome. I would love to do these things. I wish there was like a vacation package where I could just go and do challenge what about, activities. Isn't, isn't challenge whatever, isn't there a thing where they tour and do things and you can go hang out with them? I don't think you're doing I don't really want to cool hang out stuff. with them. I want to do the Yeah, games. but don't they do like, uh, you know, like um, you put an egg on a spoon and like three-legged races. On, like at, at You a, know what I'm at, talking about. At bar. I want fun stuff. Pool parties. I don't want bar pool parties. I want to be running down a desert. Um, this looks awesome. And Nani says, it's my time. Um, the first person out of the women to complete the ball slash puzzle is Davon. Davon did it. Natalie D, American Ninja Warrior, is the first place contender. Mm. Cam, second place uh, veteran. Morgan, second place contender. Nani, third place vet. Followed by Ashley, Natalie, we learned that Julia and Liz are twins. Julia Julia uh, completes this, and she is safe. Liz is not. She is still trying to figure out her puzzle. And this is where the tension comes in, because these twins have never been apart. Yeah, it's going to be tough, huh? I like this moment where TJ walks by Kara, who is trying to figure out her puzzle. And TJ just says under his breath, come on, Kara. Come on, Kara. Get it together. And, and, D- and Kara's like, I, I don't know. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Amanda gets sixth place vet. Jenna gets seventh place vet. Kara, eighth place vet. Down to two people. Will it be twin Liz or Zahida? It is Zahida. Mm. Twin Liz. Gotta go home. Gotta go. Kind of sad. It is kind of sad. Yeah. 
That brings us to a commercial break. Coming out of the commercial break, we see Liz crying. She's going home. Then we go to um, the nighttime, and TJ's like, you guys are all going to go back to the bunker, get to know each other. You know, we, we see this bunker. It looks like boot camp. They're all dressed like soldiers. They're really going for like a, a, an Iraq uh, uh, war th- sort of theme here. You know, what's going on? It's desert storm. It is desert storm. Something, they're, they're aesthetically going for some sort of... It seems to me like it's Mad Max. Yeah. You know, it is called War of the Worlds. Well, that wasn't what Mad Max was, but. I know, but I'm saying war theme, Mad Max, apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're all, they're all rushing back and this is the classic choosing the room sort of scene. And what I loved about this, and I think we all loved this, I'm going to go ahead and bet that every single person watching adored CT and Turbo, just kind of slowly walking back chatting. Yeah. They don't care. Um, Car and Polly are walking about the house talking about where they're going to have sex. Yeah, um, it's pretty gross. It is gross and then we see Davon and Cam talking strategy Davon wants bear I love a Davon and Cam alliance haven't seen this before um, I'm sure they became friends on Final Reckoning I think they were both in the Redemption House at the same time I like the idea of them being a pair Nani is single we learn and we see her flirting with Chase um, Chase from uh, The Bachelorette. Yeah. And um, Chase is really digging Nani. Yeah. So everything happening is just everyone getting to know each other tonight. CT rolls in. I, I, we should mention CT does roll in last into the house and walks into the, like, the cool room. And then somebody's just like, okay, CT, you can take the top bunk. And CT's like, great. Throws his stuff <laughs> down. And everybody's like, damn, CT didn't even run here. And he still gets to be in the best room. And then CT basically just winks at the camera, goes, makes himself a drink. Yeah. Um, this is all them mingling. The idea is that they are supposed to get to know each other because they are going to be picking partners in the morning. And we are being led to believe that the vets will be picking their partner. Nick looks to me and he goes, there's going to be a twist here of some kind. There's got to be, you know, maybe it's not partners. Maybe they're actually going to be in groups that compete. There's some sort of a twist. And I say, I think the twist is that the prospects are going to pick the vets. Mm -hmm. Did I, or did I not say that? You did say that. And it felt great it mm-hmm. felt great to say that um we see a, a a scene of leroy and cam talking and they are discussing that they were dating each other at some point i am confused by this storyline i walked away thinking that the point they were trying to make is that leroy is still into cam and that cam is not is no longer into leroy and has moved on but i am not sure if that was the storyline that that is what was going on they were making it seem that way especially how they edited it they made it seem like leroy was like but um all right and then cam kind of walked away yeah um, then we see Nani and Johnny immediately back into it. She's grinding. They're flirting. I mean. Yeah. Nani is really just like grinding her ass into Johnny Banana's crotch, like in a room full of people watching them. It's yeah. it's strange. You think it's strange? I thought it was. They remind me of like just that couple in high school you know like they clearly have this chemistry they clearly fall right back into place with each other it didn't seem strange to me it seemed very natural and honestly i'm happy to see it chase freaks out on nani 
he sees this he's like you were just kissing me a minute ago i need to know what are your intentions are you gonna be with johnny or are you gonna be with me yeah it's like dude you've been here for eight seconds chill the fuck out yeah and then ct has a great interview where he's basically like uh this bro thought it was gonna be like the bachelorette man take that shit somewhere else yeah not, she ain't gonna get that rose or something yeah. like that <laughs> yeah you're not getting that rose and nani's like we just met like yeah. 12 hours ago dude um, we see Wes playing beer pong, and then someone, aka Theo, there. This moment, this happened so quickly, it was hard to follow until it had fully erupted. Theo says, um, off camera, we don't really see him say it. He calls Ashley Brooke Mitchell. He says, "You, the way you talk, reminds me of Eminem's." mom from eight mile from eight mile um ashley brooke mitchell waste no time i mean this girl goes from one to ten at the drop of a dime i i i was this was a riveting scene okay this is this whole explosion this her clap back at him was just so um immediate forceful confident and it was it left me with chills i'll say it you know i I know that a lot of people don't like her okay she is not a challenge fave i at least on the internet from what i can tell she is a challenge fave in this household and it's for moments like this i mean she wastes no time by saying you're calling me white trash i'm gonna pick you tomorrow and ruin it so we go home because i'm rich bitch i don't care this was so (laughs) great yeah, it was a good threat, and it was quick. It, it was, was like a quick threat. Like it was immediate on the top, on the tip of her tongue. It was like uh, right there. You know, if someone called said like you remind me of Eminem's mom from Eight Mile, I'd be like, oh, what do you mean? Was it because I look like Kim? Ba- uh- and everybody's like, "Oh, she's hot. Eminem's mom's hot in that in that movie." And it's like, "Oh, she's like." But everybody knew what she was talking about. And he said, "You sound like her," which means like you sound like trash. That mom was like a trailer park person yeah. who was like addicted to pills. And, you and sound like white trash. I'm, I'm a British dude, and I'm reacting to your like Southern uh, American accent mm-hmm. in a way where I'm telling you that it sounds like you're worthless, and I'm judging you. And Ashley does not entertain this for one second. Immediately goes, "I know exactly what you're fucking saying." To me and i want you to know that i'm gonna ruin everything for you i'm gonna nice. pick you and lose because i'm fucking rich and honestly theo heated that threat he, he did looked, he did look freaked out he was shaken yeah yeah and you know what this reminded me of and i said this to nick this reminds me of a moment in the ruins i think it was the ruins pretty sure it's the ruins where tanya comes in to sit down for breakfast and Susie meister looks at tanya and goes oh you smell like a stripper and tanya's like fuck you Susie." and Susie's like i just mean you smell like you know like florally perfume and and tanya's like you're calling me trash and i know it yeah it was, it was much like that scene it was much like that scene okay so i I'm rich, bitch. Commercial break. Come back. Ashley says, you put a knife in me, I'm going to shoot you in the head. Wow. The old, the, <laughs> the classic adage. The old saying. I mean, Ashley just is so full of one-liners. Um, she's great. I, people who don't like her, I don't understand. She's so watchable. She's a great competitor. She doesn't take shit. I, I, she was ruthless in the last season, and I think that's what people are reacting to. Also... <laughs> People don't remember that on her real world season, she was asked to leave the house based on racial and 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 honestly classist comments she made towards, I believe, Corey. Honestly, I forgot that. Thank you for reminding me. I didn't watch that season. What did she say? It was like a like calling calling Corey poor 
uh, when they were like visiting her city in San Francisco or something. She also like left the show for like a week and like was like, I'm going to go visit friends. And like she left. And then it was, it was, she was looking. I remember when she was brought onto the challenge that following year, I was like, I can't believe they're bringing her back. It made sense because she was stirring up so much shit, but she was a villain on her uh, real world season. Okay. I'm going to go watch those clips and I'll, I'll talk about it on next, um, our next recap because I never saw those and I'm, I'm wondering if they will change my opinion of her. That brings us to the next scene. We're it's, it's nighttime. We're in the desert. We're going to be picking teams. TJ says the veterans would be better at picking teams. So we're going to switch it on y'all. The prospects pick the teams, but before we pick the teams, Alan, come on down. You got to go home. You have a broken arm. You got a broken wrist dog. Mm-hmm. And Alan, so sad to leave crying in Ooh. such a telenovela way. It was wonderful. Yeah. I'm sad to see him go. Don't know who he is. So I didn't <laughs> care. Um, Natalie picks Polly. Ashley C picks Cam. Morgan picks bananas. Bear picks Davon. Um, someone, Georgiani, I think is her name. I don't, I can't remember. She picks Hunter. Theo picks Kara. Julia picks CT. Turbo picks Nani. And then Turbo does this whole thing about, in my country, women, we treat women like queens. And I need to make sure I have a partner that I want to make happy. And Nani is someone I want to make happy. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, this guy's an interesting dude. I like him. Yeah, I, I can't wait for Turbo. I, You know what? And I love uh, in my country. I love when anyone starts in like a monologue yeah. within my country. Um, D picks Wes. JP picks Natalie. Maddie picks Kyle. Chase picks Ashley, um, Zaida picks Zach, and Gus has two women to choose from. They are Amanda or Jenna. Now, there are two veterans left because one of the male prospects had to go home. Bye-bye, Alan. So there's a lot of tension here. What is going to happen? I did not like this. I feel like people, um, I feel like MTV production and challenge fans constantly want to pit Amanda and Jenna against each other because of the Amanda and Zach rivalry. So, yeah. And, and honestly, it's bizarre to me that Jenna is one of the last two to to pick. So there is a little bit of a susness in here. I, I'm not too sure how it ended up this way. It feels like a produced moment. Um, but you know, I, I you know, from from what I can tell from the reaction to this online, it does seem like a lot of these people um, who are the prospects were not really versed in challenge stuff. Mm-hmm. And because probably in the way of like them being on their own shows and never thinking it was a possibility that they would be brought into this franchise and only watching this show the past three or so seasons. And if you based Jenna off of the past couple of seasons, you wouldn't think that she was a top tier pick yeah so I, I don't i don't see them messing around with the show when this much money is on the line there is rules you can't fuck with when you're about to give a cash prize this big yeah there's so many lawyers involved that you really can't mess around with it too much in a production way so i just don't think that they fucked around with it in this way I, mm. you know i i just don't you I and just i can don't. disagree on that because i feel like production's probably in people's ears being like you should pick that person you should pick this yeah person. but still but still somebody's like yeah okay yeah i'd pick that person but like i also want to win a million dollars so maybe i'll pick jenna over you know there are quite a few of these ladies i think i'd pick jenna over so gus picks 
Jenna. Yeah, duh. You know what I mean? Just uh, Gus looks like a fit dude. Jenna is um, super athletic. Um, she's an asset to the team. It really, honestly, is a no-brainer on the pick, especially when you kind of think about the lavender ladies. Or you know, two of these uh, uh, these two people, as you said, are uh, Amanda and Jenna, are on opposing sides. Um, it doesn't seem like Amanda has her crew with her. You know, there's not so many young bucks on this show. There's not so many lavender ladies yeah. on this show. We're missing Shane. You know, we're missing Sylvia. Yeah, we're missing, and you know, we're missing um, Corey Nelson. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. like you know, you got to think about it. So even politically, you might want to stay on Johnny Banana's side, which is Jenna, uh, Zach, Jenna, and Zach. You know, so and I think Gus is watching this show. I mean, he's been on this uh you know mtv for a couple of years now he knows he knows the deal yeah so gus picks jenna and zach taunts amanda saying you were the last to get picked here's the thing zach you were also the last to get picked okay you were the last out of the male vets to get picked why are you taunting amanda to that she is the last female to get also picked? how did that happen I think it makes sense. I think if you're a female and you watched this, if you watched the last season and you're picking partners, uh, yeah, you're, you're right, not going right. to want to pick right, that. You're right. You're right. Um, so Amanda's sitting, standing there and it's like, fuck, is Amanda going to go home? You know, because Alan had to go home. And then TJ tells her, you know what? We're not going to send you home. Your partner is going to be Josh. Josh from Big Brother. This the is champ, huge. Coming back. This is huge. There is a Big Brother alliance in this house. And now Amanda is going to be partnered with that Big Brother alliance. And guess who else is? Oh, wait. No, that's not right. I was about to say Ashley is also partnered with it. But she's partnered with Chase, who is from um, The Bachelorette. Yeah, that team is doomed. I just feel like Amanda being partnered with a Big Brother person is great for her politically. Um, so I, I think that they're going to be a good team. Um, then we get to see a a trailer for the season that is so good. I am going to Google it and watch it again. Ashley's last line in that trailer, they're in like a uh, a room and she goes, uh, if this is where we review my sins, we're going to be here for a while. I mean, this, this was had me on the edge of my seat, this trailer. And and this entire episode, um, my only complaint, and this is so small, is that the commercials were too long. Commercials are <laughs> extra long. They felt really, really long. Well, I love this episode. I'm very excited for this season, Ash. Uh, I couldn't be more excited. I'm sad to not see some of my faves. You know, people will be missed. Um, Anissa, where are you? Okay. You know, there was a, a moment we actually didn't talk about, which was when Johnny was eyeing up Morgan. Did we mention that? We talked about how they... I think we touched on them talking in the kitchen, but you're right. We did not get into it. So eventually Morgan picks Johnny Bananas as Ashley just let us all know. But there was a scene in which Johnny started talking to Morgan, talking about like, hey, listen, like you, if you know, when everybody thought that the uh, vets. the vets were going to make the choice, it was kind of like, listen, I'm looking your way and kind of saying like, are you ready for this? Yada, yada, yada. And in his interview, his whole criteria for picking her was that she was attractive. Yeah, he's like, she's a bubbly cheerleader. And I think that would be good to have on my team. And honestly, <laughs> to me, that tells me one thing. They're not going far? I think Johnny's over it. I think what? Johnny is over the comp- the competing part of this show and the making money. He's got another show. He's he has he has made himself big enough that he's on Big Brother, yeah. right? And he's also was he on Big I Brother? Thought, I thought you told me he was going to no. be on Big. He eventually will be on a celebrity Big Brother. I think that that was like a a lie. I think that An he will be lie. on Big Brother. I think that he has made his clout 
way big enough to go and jump onto one of these other shows, like a Survivor. Because you know it's got to come back around where the challenge people are on Survivor, the challenge people are on Big Brother. Yeah. Um, because CBS owns MTV, Viacom. It's all the same thing. So yeah. it's got to come back around. And I think if there's one person on that show that has big enough clout uh, outside of the challenge, that is Johnny Bananas. And I don't think Johnny Bananas is looking to cement anything. I think he's cemented all of his stuff. I'm sure he'd love to win again, but I think he's looking for a fun season, y'all. And I don't think he's going to be as big of a threat on this show than he has been in the past couple of seasons. I mean, hell, it was a struggle for him every single episode last season. Doesn't seem like it's going to get any easier. Sure, guys like Corey and guys like Nelson are not on the show, but everybody wants Johnny Bananas out of the house. They know him, you know? So he's just trying to create himself like a fun couple of months here, and I think that's why he chose Morgan. Mm, You know what, Nick? I do not disagree. Anyway, folks, that has been the recap. That has been the podcast. If you will, as Ashley mentioned, I believe earlier, go ahead and scroll down and give us five stars on the Apple Podcasts app. Write a little something nice for us. It's a free thing you can do for us since we provide a really nice free thing for you. Um, Please follow us on Twitter at RealityBlowsPod. You can email us realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Follow Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. You can follow me on Instagram by searching my name, Nick Maritato. I'm right there. That is my handle, yada, yada, yada. We will be back on Monday to give you one of our regular episodes. If you haven't listened to any of those, boy, oh boy, we have about a year plus of episodes we've released every single Monday. Plus, you can catch the last few seasons of the challenge in which we recapped in whole. Uh, You can check out that we recapped CT is getting married, both parts of that. We are challenge recappers. We are reality television fans. We are happy to have you if this is the first time that you're listening to our show. We hope you enjoyed it. And uh, as always, um, may the TJ be with you. And also in the desert. Bye.